Hello and welcome to the final episode of this series of Select Match Type. I'm Simon Cowgill, joined as ever by Christopher Ellis. Hi Chris, how are you? I'm very well, Simon, yourself? Yeah, good, thank you. I'm looking forward to recapping on what we've gone over in the last um, eight episodes. Um, it's been thrilling. It has been thrilling. We, we don't sound particularly enthused about it right now, but as we uh, go through what we've covered, I'm sure um, our excitement levels will peak. Um, so yeah, I mentioned we've looked at eight matches. At the time of recording, that's only about 5% of all of the ladder matches that, um, that have taken place through history. So there's been 58 in WWE, WWF, one in AEW, 11 in WCW, 46 in TNA, 10 in Ring of Honor. So there was a, a large sample size for us to pick from, it's fair to say. There was, I mean, we can't do all the work for poor people. They need to go out and find these things on their own. Yeah, if you, want us to, if you wanted us to look at different matches, it's on you. You should have come to us with recommendations. Um, what we'll do then, we'll just talk about some of the other matches that we haven't talked about um, in, in episodes um, that we potentially could have looked at. Obviously, we're not going to go through it in as much detail as our normal forensic journalistic selves. But, uh, no, otherwise, we'd just be extended. Yeah, we've got 58 episodes for this <laughs> yeah, season. For but, you. but they're all in one episode for you today. Um, okay, so the first one that um, was suggested that we could have looked at was Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose for the WWE Championship back at Money in the Bank 2015. Do you remember anything about that? I do not. I, this could, I wish we'd had a look, I wish we had a look at that and then I'd know something about it. So um, basically, the previous pay-per-view, uh, Dean Ambrose had taken uh, the bell after a disqualification win, set up a ladder match because he held on to it. Um, and so the ladder match happened at Money in the Bank. You would think as the um, babyface who's stolen the title, um, set up a ladder match, he would have won it. But no, uh, belt stayed with Rollins. So. Was, this after, was this after the Lesnar? Oh, don't ask me questions. I've only looked back at like, the result. I've not gone through the whole storyline. I'm just remembering Ambrose stealing the win. Was it Ambrose stealing uh, the Money the in the Bank? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so when he came out at WrestleMania um, in the Reigns... Lesnar match okay. and cashed in, made it a triple threat match. Yeah. Well, I don't know why you didn't just wait till the end of that match and cash in. Yeah, you don't want to be fighting Lesnar. No. You, you will not win. <laughs> Still be fun, though. Neither will the fans. Neither will the fans. Uh, match number two we could have looked at. Um, we looked at a very similar one to this, but there was the Hardys as the new brood as they were at the time uh, versus Edge and Christian. This was back at No Mercy 1999 in the Terry Invitational Tournament, which... The king loved, obviously. Um, Puppies. Well, tits. <laughs> uh, so the story there was basically the finals of the tournament. It was a best of five. Uh, it was two apiece to the Hardys and Edge and Christian. So they set up a ladder match at No Mercy where the um, winning team would get Terry Reynolds as their manager and they would also get $100,000. Um Probably one of those is more valuable than the other. I would say. You some of the slowest climbs up a ladder you will ever see. Like, yeah, I don't want to win. Do you want to win? Um, that match, I guess, is most famous for Jeff Hardy uh, doing a swanton off a balcony through a table. I, I remember watching that. <laughs> this is during the match, and not just when he was peeled off his face at some other point. <laughs> to clarify something we talked about on a previous episode, at the time of recording, Jeff Hardy was clean and sober. Since then, a couple of DUIs. Um, we can't be held responsible for. Well, maybe we should record more up to date, but we can't. Yeah. We we can't be held responsible for WWE's behaviour. No, 
absolutely. Um, one bad, or a few bad matches we could have looked at. So, WCW sold out 1999, Goldberg versus Scott Hall in a Taser ladder match. Do you remember that? <laughs> that does ring a bell because I did from the very and from the very name of it. Every, anyone going into that match knows you're going to get an awful match. Yeah. Well, Goldberg's not going to be diving off ladders or doing any splashes or anything. Scott have... Hall has had a very good ladder match, as we covered. Go and listen to episode one if you're, you're not unsure of that. Um, what but... else have we had on these? Have we had knights to come? Do we have knights to come on a pole? On a pole, but not at the top, not of, the top of the ladder. Yeah. Um, so the story behind that one was um, Goldberg was in a title match against uh, Kevin Nash. He distracted the referee, so Scott Hall tasered Goldberg, which ended the streak. Um, it's yeah, it was the only way that Goldberg was ever gonna lose a streak. He wasn't gonna lose clean to to Kevin Nash, but yeah, uh, Goldberg went on to win that one. Another terrible match um, involving Kevin Nash. So Kevin Nash versus Triple H, TLC 2011, in a sledgehammer ladder match. Yeah. Again, you just from the name, you just know awful. If anyone wants us to do a, a series of bad Kevin Nash's matches as our select match type season, we will sit here and we will put up with watching Kevin Nash try to wrestle. He's very active on on social media. He's in, Shef- <laughs> he's in Sheffield in March. We should get a season and then go and confront him. Oh, is he doing like a Q and A thing? Yes, he's, or... he is at Bramwell Lane doing a oh, Q and A. I see. I have absolutely no interest in what he's got to say, to be honest. I will be the intrepid reporter then. I will go down. I'll catch you outside the venue. I'll try to get a one-on-one interview with him. Are you going to like go full Michael Cole in a tuxedo for the occasion? Or like the coach? <laughs> yeah, I'm going I'm to rock up tuxedo. I'm not going to be very good at commentating. I'll, I will go full Michael Cole if needed. A couple of others then that we could have looked at. So um, one from TNA, um, just an impact show in 2008. There was AJ Styles versus Kurt Angle with um, the gold medals hung above the ring. That sounds like a great match. AJ yeah. Styles, Kurt Angle, two incredible wrestlers. They were probably, well, Kurt Angle was coming off the back of uh, leaving WWE off the, with um, having neck surgery uh, a few years before. But AJ Styles was probably very early in his career his, there. I'd say possibly his prime AJ Styles possibly. at that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, AJ Styles won the gold medals. I don't know how that possibly works <laughs> because uh, obviously in the Angle's most recent WWE run, he still had it had them. But yeah, I was looking through and there was a few instances where Angle put his um, gold medals on the line in a ladder match. What there's only uh, there's it's a no win situation for Kurt Angle. I don't think you get the t- I don't think they keep giving you more of those either. I think if you lose if you lose, if you them, lose them, they don't just replace them. No. Well, especially think, if your reason is lost them in a ladder match. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You're filling out your insurance form. It happened again. Can you, can you tell me what happened left, prior to the prior to the items being stolen? Well, I've just been hit in the back of the head with a chair. <laughs> yeah. Which angle your garage seems a dangerous place. I'm not. Well, as we know, I'm 
WWE aren't the place to insure their wrestlers. They don't even give them health insurance or anything. So Tell the game third party fire and fact. Yeah, <laughs> on Olympic gold medals. Um, the last match then, just to mention that we could have covered um, Austin in a handicap match versus Vince and Shane for control of the WWF. Um, this, this has got one of the worst endings of all time. Definitely. So Vince uh, was revealed to be the higher power behind the corporate ministry. It was me, Austin. It was me all along. But, you know, in his actual voice rather than some sort of Brooklyn (laughs) twang. Um, And then on the back of that, Linda announced that Austin was going to be the CEO. Um, So Vince um, created a handicap match versus Austin. And this was the ending where... Austin was about to win, but they kept lifting lifting up the briefcase higher. Happened like three times. Um, And yeah, so Vince and Shane um, won the match and kept control of WWE. And so ruined a really great great angle. Definitely. Uh, That King of the Ring is also pretty famous for maybe the worst King of the Ring ever. Can you remember who it was in 99? 99? No, it completely escapes me. It's the badass Billy Gunn. Oh, that's why that's why that's it's why. escaped me. Yeah, it, it looked like he was destined to for a big push because he's a massive guy, um, like stacked. So Vince would have enjoyed him. Pretty good. Uh, well, in when he was part of the New Age art levels, particularly, he was great at getting a crowd behind him and good on the mic. Hot tags, okay on the mic, but yeah, just something never quite clicked with him. Yeah, so there. What you could have won <laughs> to, no, we... to, to steal some um, classic game show phrases. But yeah, um, let us know if there's any we've missed off the list that we should have covered instead. Um, just friend of the show, Richard, uh, pointed out that we haven't actually mentioned any Money in the Bank ladder matches. Um, spoiler alert, these are going to be covered separately in a future series. Um, so yeah, don't don't at me, bro, as uh, my friend from work would say. Bro. Bro. Yeah, playing rugby the other day, I let someone through the door. He said, thanks, G. <laughs> What's wrong with people? <laughs> what is wrong with people? It's okay. With manners and <laughs> decorum. Just go for William Regal on him. <laughs> you bloody tote rag. <laughs> Something like that. Okay, so let's go back to some of the matches that we actually looked at instead of um, looking at ones that we are pretty clueless around the storyline for. We're pretty clueless from the ones we watched, so we we struggled even more with that. That's fair. So, of the eight episodes, Chris, uh, what was your favourite match that we looked at, would you say? What are the contenders? What what was your favourite? I've got it down to to two. The AEW ladder match that we watched, whereas for a minute... You could not take your eyes off the screen as I found while I was take, trying to take my notes for the uh, yeah. notes for the episode. Constantly pausing and restarting. As yeah. I got paused and restarted that much since I watched Basic Instinct. But... <laughs> Why is the brightness so low on my TV? <laughs> and what, what was the other one then? The other one is the original and the one that I gave five stars to when we first did the, our initial review. Razor Ramon, Shawn Michaels. Maybe not the first ever ladder match, but the classic. And for the psychology, the fact they hadn't been done it before in a big pay-per-view or big stars, that there stands as my best ladder match that we've covered. So I also got it down to two before making a decision. So my two, uh, the first one was the triangle ladder match. It's the one that I have the most nostalgia for, essentially. 
it's as good as I remember it when uh, we watched it. Well, when I watched it live in in 2000. Um, so that was the the triple threat tag match with the Hardys, Edge and Christian, and the Dudleys. Um, but that was slightly pipped out by the AEW one. Um, just the the spots in that. There's things that I've never seen, and it's what the most recent ladder match that we covered, and we talked about how. Um, pretty much throughout the series that there was ladder tropes that I oh, will get bored of seeing baseball slides and things like that. They didn't rely on the same old stuff. They were like really innovative. Um, and yeah, I, I would pick my a, the AW one as my, as my favorite. See, they just had too much, just too much going on for me. I've gone full Jim Cornette. You have gone full Jim Cornette. I could have spread that over five matches. <laughs> yeah. So you think there was too much action? There was too, there was too many spots for me. It was, it was great. I enjoyed it, but, a spot every thirty seconds is just too much. It's too it's too fast paced. Fair enough. Uh, if I was going to pick a favourite from the one on one ladder matches we covered, um, I would probably. Although I didn't give it um, as high a rating, I think remembering back again now the Jericho Benoit ladder match, um, just because the story behind that was really good and there was again it was an innovative match and it was brutally physical um so i particularly enjoyed that maybe i'm just being contrarian by not picking michael's versus razor i think i think the best i think the best angle for the ladder match is i'm your pappy i'm your pappy (laughs) yeah maybe (laughs) who doesn't want their son's dna results stuck at the top of a ladder you can be, well, as you, as you mentioned at the time, life would be better if everything was decided by a ladder match. So, yeah. Um, okay, that was your favourite match then. So what about your favourite individual uh, performance from a wrestler? So not necessarily someone who won, but the sort of standout. <laughs> He's a man who'll kill himself and the person driving the car opposite. It's Jeff Hardy. Yeah, the man he, with no fear the, and no... No, well, uh, they say your inhibitions are lowered. But... Yeah, no, with no fear and no driving license. Oh, is that too soon? So you, you're going Jeff Hardy for the the triangle yeah, ladder Jeff... match. Well, are you saying the triangle ladder match or the Undertaker? No, I'm just saying this. This is for just an overall, as an overall competitor, for someone who's someone who's frozen, puts it ninety body on the line. Which, while you do like to see, you do genuinely worry. But he's just a man who has constantly innovated throughout his whole career. And obviously, we've seen him through these ladder matches. There's plenty of other match types that will end up mentioning Jeff Hardy, and I'm sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, best individual performance I've gone, uh, Shawn Michaels. I mentioned at the time, I could have probably had that ladder match with Shawn Michaels, and he would have still been brilliant because he's just he was so good in it. Just unbelievably unbelievable at selling. Um, just his whole uh, persona as the arrogant um, heel, well, half champion at the time. Yeah, I thought it was great. And yeah, the the fact that people still talk about the, the splash um, is testament to how creative and how good a, he was at the time. Never has a man got his arm so awkwardly caught in a rope. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure we'll ever see anyone get so awkwardly stuck again. Um, so I mentioned the... Shawn Michaels splash. Uh, so, what is your of of the matches we've covered? What is your favourite spot that um, individual spot that we've covered through the matches? <laughs> another another man who or the same man nearly killing himself again. Swanton, Swanton, Swanton. 
Yeah, he it's, didn't. Go, he didn't land quite on the no, table that's, fully. And... That's, that's, and that may be my favourite thing about that one spot. You'd go normally. You'd go right. Okay, so you come off. You roll through. You'd roll through your top of your shoulders, through your back, and just rest. No, land. Come slightly off your shoulder. Land fully on your spine, flat fully on the floor. On his just painful. See if you can put yourself in a wheelchair before yeah, before the end of the show. It's just. I'm, <laughs> I don't know how he got up and walked after that. As I no. say, that must be... It's one of the most iconic, probably poorly executed moves in all of WWE. And then he does it again, like, several times through his career where he's doing swantons off ladders, off stages. I'm sure he's done it off, like, blimps and stuff in the past as well. So. I've, never, I've never hit a swanton. Maybe the instructions say, no, you should smash your, you should smash coccyx full into the floor as you come off. Maybe he's got a... Mick Foley sized arse that just cushions all blows <laughs> like yeah maybe he doesn't seem to, to have quite the same body type but yeah um my favorite so there was a couple again um the for the innovativeness of um of the spot I think it's worth mentioning the Jericho Benoit uh, match where there's the walls of Jericho over the top of the ladder um something I've never seen before and I, I can't think of since um which was impressive but for me it's the um Going back to the AEW match, it's the Canadian Destroyer off the ladder through the table. So it's basically a sunset flip powerbomb from how big is that ladder? Like 12 foot. Something like that. Through the table and it explodes everywhere. Wood just spread across the ring. I enjoyed that. Um, and that was probably my... It was my spot of the match in a match full of spots. So yeah, that's... I would say that's my spot of, of the series that we've covered. Should have got some kind of fanfare for that. Yeah, ad advertising here or something like that. Yeah, sponsored by Dettol. <laughs> um, so you said that your favourite match was the um, Shawn Michaels Razor Ramon. Yes, um, looking Stand back. By my... So yeah, that that matches up with what you said for the ratings. So you said five star um, for for that. I picked. Um, AEW and that again ties in with my uh, rating. So I had AEW and the Triangle Ladder match tied on four and a half stars. I, I was too picky apparently. I didn't go want to go five at all. No, you didn't want to commit to a full. Um, and the Dave Meltzer um, best one was the AEW, uh, as we talked about, because his rating system is flawed. He I'm not going to get as angry. He abandoned his star rating system. I'm not going to get angry about it, but. <laughs> I'm over it now. Months of therapy has seen me through. Um, I thought it'd be interesting to mention what you thought the worst one that we covered was. I know you loved. I know you loved the Jericho Benoit match. I thought that was one of the most plodding you think? ones. Okay. This, I, is, where you, this really... is where you say you gave it five stars, Chris. Yeah, but yeah, I I really enjoyed that match, and again, I think it's partly looking back nostalgically on it. Um, is the reason that I've looked back on it. Um, I think maybe we're sport with the high fl- with the high flying stuff. Yeah, so, I mean even even when Jeff Hardy took on the Undertaker or the Rock Triple H ladder match, there's still enough high enough kind of high spots there. I know, or maybe Rock, Rock Triple H not so much, but it just seemed that because they're both really great scientific wrestlers. Yeah, Jericho Benoit was focused more around that than the actual ladder match. But it's weird that sort of. Bret Hart was the one to introduce the ladder match, like to the WWE, and he's you couldn't get more like a scientific submit submission based technical wrestler, really. Uh, true. It's just as I say, it just seems that you could have taken the ladder out of the Jericho Benoit 
and it would have been the match would have pretty much stayed the same. Yeah. Well, interestingly, so I'll just say what I thought. So remembering back the actual ladder match, I would say the worst one we covered was um, the Balor Owens one. Uh, for the, much the same reason that the ladder didn't really add anything. Um, it added to the the story before in that it made uh, Balor the underdog, but there wasn't much ladder-based offense other than the coup de gras off the top of the ladder. No, um, if, you, if you're going to put a ladder in there, use it. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> same that's... with ladders in general. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to have a ladder, use it. So my um, worst one ties in with what we both... Um, Rated as the the lowest rating, which was the Balor Owens one. Um, yeah, we between us voted that as the worst. I can um, understand the same much for the same reason as the Jericho Benoit. Yeah, just not not particularly ladder based heavy. matches. Um, do you want to have a guess? If well, it, it's not really a guess because do you want to remember who, um, which one Meltzer gave us the the worst that we've covered? I would say him. Was it the is it the Balor Owens one, Finn? No, uh, it's one we've mentioned. It's the um, I'm your pappy. It's Eddie versus Ray. Oh no, that's a fun ladder match. I can't believe he gave that the worst one. It's a fun ladder match based around abducting a child, essentially. Yeah, that's one way of looking at fun, I guess. Uh, so you're still happy with all the ratings? Is there anything you would like to change? It sounds like you want to. Um, downgrade slightly the Jericho Benoit yeah, one. Yeah, I, I would I would slightly downgrade that. I'd give whoever whoever listens and remembers what I gave this previously, if I say I'm downgrading, I'll give it the same grade. I'm really genuinely, <laughs> yeah. genuinely sorry. But I real I'm pretty sure I gave it a three and I may downgrade it to a two and a half. Two and a half. Okay. That is very low. Um I'm pretty happy with all of mine. I'm I'm not turning back like if in you, go, ten, you, you go your gut. You go with my gut, yeah. And if in 10 years' time I'm going Dave Meltzer style and I'm giving matches seven stars or whatever, then I'll, I'll work my way back through and, and re, redo it. But um, So we'll just go into fantasy booking mode. Um, so if at the next pay-per-view you were going to book a ladder match, what would you do with it, Chris? That's a very open-ended yes. question. But... <laughs> Or what would your fantasy booking for a ladder match be? It's probably a better way of putting it. Who? It's hard to mess around with, tradi- with a traditional ladder match because you either go, you either go championship or you go ridiculous with Eddie Guerrero and Mysterio. Yeah. Or as we've already mentioned, you go absolutely awful with gold medals and tasers, various tasers <laughs> and various other things on there. I mean, you got to look around who. Rather, rather than the actual storyline, because the storyline you can work in anything, it's who's going to give you the best yeah. ladder match. Who would we like to see in there? You want a, a big guy in there? Lesnar? Lesnar would be interesting to see, actually, in a ladder match. I don't know if he's ever been in a ladder match other than winning money in the bank. No, that's the thing. Then, be fair, let's face it, he came in, he then just walks in right at the end and just climbs the ladder. F5 climbs the ladder. <laughs> Job done. I'm not sure I'm not sure his contract situation where we're actually going to get him to give, actually go there and actually compete properly and give a proper ladder match. No. But I'd like to see Lesnar in there out the current crop. There's most NXT guys you'd like to see you get a push. Champa, Gagano. Owens again, Owens again, Owen. big things this year apparently in store for Kevin Owens. 
Who knows? So. Maybe it'll be the maybe it'll be the WrestleMania Lesnar Kevin Owens Championship match that I booked. That'd be yeah, for an ladder match. <laughs> That'd be great. I've already got got there, booked it. If that now comes off, I would like my commission for my uh, my input. We know, Vin, we know Triple H sits there and listens to these scribbles down notes. He just spends all day every day listening to what random people think about what you should do at WrestleMania. Um, for for me, like the main thing about a ladder match is that it needs to feel like the natural conclusion of a rivalry that, that is built into a ladder match. So a great example, um, Razor Ramon versus Shawn Michaels. Those two championships, the way to settle it is to have a ladder match as opposed to recently there was Adam Cole versus, and I can never say his name, but the Javak... Dajakovic, is it? I couldn't know. You've done a far better Dajakovic, than I, I would think have. it is. Um, but yeah, they had a ladder match um, on NXT for who whose team would have the advantage for war games. Like that that shouldn't be a ladder no, match. No, that should not that should not be a ladder match. Um, admin and, should not <laughs> admin, no, yeah, admin exactly. should not be involved in ladder matches. Um, and similarly, with we mentioned it already, but like The Rock and Triple H, there was not a particular reason to have that as a ladder match. It was fairly out of the blue. Um, and the match itself, if I was booking one, I know you said that the AEW one was loads too many spots, but I think that that's what I want. I've got a short attention span, so I want as much action <laughs> as possible. So I've either a three um, three team match or having like a fatal four way or something. Um, for a title, and it, as I say, it should be sort of the crescendo of a rivalry. You need like, you need like an Adderall, Adderall on a pole match. Yes, yeah, like that. Um, I also don't necessarily think it should be for the WWE or World Championship. It should be for showcasing guys, like showcasing what guys can do in the future. So but... up-and-comers um, or setting it like... So that's why I maybe wouldn't put Lesnar in it, but Owens to propel him to the next level maybe my only issue with that is you then end up with a Royal Rumble Kofi Kingston style situation where you're not where the match isn't actually important it's just a case of oh let's see what spots these people do in this particular match yeah again you sound like Jim Cornette (laughs) yeah um... going old school NWA this this WCW shit (laughs) yeah I, I I'm not sure who I'd book in it, but I I would probably pick up up and comers like Ricochet, so like would be great, and like I'm sure he'll feature in the Money in the Bank when it comes around in 2020. Um, someone like Kevin Owens, um, and a lot of the AEW guys. Um, would, would, we saw the tag team match that they put on. We'll just wait till they go bust and WWE pick up pick up the talent. Well, so. There's a rumour, and I think I've mentioned this to you before, but it's all a work that AEW is a separate company, and it's basically, it's already owned by WWE, and what they're trying to set up is an, like a rivalry so they can do a, a real, uh, or redo the invasion angle. Which seems like the, I just think that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of work. It seems like the most tin hat thing in the world to me. It'd be amazing if that's the case, but the guy, <laughs> I can't see it. They go right, okay, so no, they get if they weren't another if they weren't another Bruina owner back in the other company and they just come out from absolutely nowhere, you'd look at that and go, well, where, where's the money coming from? Yeah, but it's clear it's clear where the money is coming from in this case. Yeah, true. 
Very true. Um, I feel like we've moved away from ladder matches at this point into tin, <laughs> tin um, hat conspiracy <laughs> theories. But... <laughs> where, we are cons- where we launch conspiracy theories, season nine WWE conspiracies. We'll, uh, yeah. we'll come on, we'll come on them. All the stuff we can't say about fear of getting sued. We'll stick a copyright in <laughs> it. Stick a, a disclaimer at the beginning of it. It'll be fine. <laughs> okay. Um, so back to ladder matches. Is there anything, um, any extra comments you want to make before we move away from ladders? Um, are, are you going to miss watching a ladder match every week? Or? <laughs> I am going to miss ladder match. I can't wait till Money in the Bank rolls around now every year. Well, we've got the NXT UK um, Fatal Four Way Ladder Match coming up in when is that? Like a few weeks away. Yeah, isn't I don't it? think so... it's. Fine. I mean, to be once we get to the end of this, and I'm sure we'll do it when we get to the end of a lot of these match types. You just have to appreciate the ingenuity and the stuff that these guys are doing, especially the early pioneers when there's a, and then the stuff the later guys are doing to actually change it and improve it and make it fresh. So you can't argue. You may, you may hate it when you see, or you may get bored of it when we've been sitting here watching a week by week by week and see more ladder matches than I care to mention. But you have to just appreciate the effort these guys go to. Hundred percent. And this, um, that I imagine they're not supposed to be watched sequentially. It's like you're skipping out a big chunk where there's like time between ladder matches. So yeah, I'm sure they feel, um, I don't well. From personal experience, they feel a lot more special um, when you're watching them live um, than when we're rewatching. Going, oh, another dive off a bloody ladder. <laughs> <laughs> it's been nice going back to some of the old ones. Some, some I haven't watched since I watched them the original time. Yeah, definitely. Um, and ones that I couldn't remember, like the Rock Triple H. It was nice to go back and see those guys as um, far younger, diff- almost different wrestlers. Um, okay. So that's it. That's our coverage on ladder matches done. Let us know any feedback through Twitter. It's at Select Match Pod. We're also now on Instagram. Um, it's a dangerous new world where there's multiple ways to get in contact with us. Um, okay, so we should probably mention what our next series is going to be. Um, we're actually recording this quite close to the um, to the Royal Rumble match. So of course. We're going to cover Survivor Series matches. Of course, <laughs> of course, it fits because, in so nicely. Because we are, we are always so completely out of touch. You're lucky we're not doing Starcade. <laughs> yeah, that'd be brilliant. Um, we, yeah, so we asked them um, for feedback on what we should cover next, and the um, the favourite from our devoted fan base was to cover Survivor Series elimination tag matches. So uh, that is what is coming very soon so as always thanks for listening thank you chris and i will speak to you next time thank you so take care take care everyone